everyone. Welcome to the second season of For the Love of Books podcast featuring Indian small press authors with host Emma Polova. I would like to thank our sponsors, Doc Chavan and the Lowell Lecture. Today, I will be chatting with author Leslie Teplahovitz, who will announce the details of her book giveaway of Detroit Revealed, A Different View of the Motor City at the end of the interview. Leslie worked as a paramedic on the streets of Detroit. In her free time, she went back to photograph the people and historic sites she encountered. Hello, Leslie. How are you? Hi, I'm doing well. A pleasure to be here. Yes, great to have you. Okay, I'm going to start us off with a review. A must read for us native Detroiters and a great guidebook for those new to the city or just passing through. John King Books. Okay, what prompted you to go back to these places of EMS encounters and capture those moments in a book? Wasn't it difficult to go back? Uh, no, it, it really wasn't. I, I really love the city of Detroit and working um, the streets as a paramedic. I got to know some really great people and see some really great sites. And um, the reason I went back is because so there's still today, there's a lot of negativity about Detroit. And as a paramedic, I would run into it where I would talk to people outside the city and they would be like, why do you want to work there? That's a terrible place. Um, why? Who would even want to go there? And I got kind of tired of it. And then I, I looked for books about Detroit and a lot of them that I encountered were, were also negative. They kind of focused on the despair of the city and, oh, look at this abandoned building and look at this person. And they look, they look so pathetic. And it, it kind of made me angry. And I'm like, no, that's not the Detroit I saw. Um, when I was working. So I wanted to go back and share my view of the city um, from what I seen and the people and places I encountered. How long did it take you to put this project together? It sounds like a huge undertaking. <laughs> it, it took me, it, I worked on the book for about um, close to two and a half years before I, I got it published. And uh, I have taken, I would say, probably close to three to 4,000 pictures for the book, 150 of the best, which are included. So it took some time. <laughs> They're beautiful. I checked it out. It's beautiful. Thank you. I appreciate Very inspiring. It. Very inspiring. Okay, what were some of the challenges in putting this project together? Um, it, it was kind of like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then it's like with everything, it's like, wow, this, this is taking a lot of time. And mm -hmm. I'm going to be honest, there were some days I woke up and I'm like, I have to go and shoot these certain sites in the city. And I just wanted to stay in bed. Right. <laughs> I wanted to stay in bed. Right. You know, I didn't want to get up or some of the days I would be out there and the weather would change or I would be shooting in snow and rain and um, it could be hard, but I, I persevered. Um, I cut myself some slack and I kept going. 
And then in the end, I had to take all the photos and pick out the best. So I had a lot of photos to go through right. and, and put all the text together. And in the book, I talk about the history of a lot of these places because many of these sites are historic. And so I had to do quite a, quite a bit of research to um, get the uh, correct history from these places. How much of research, that was my next question, did you have to do the actual research time? If you were to separate it from your photo shooting time and then your research time, would it be 50-50 or? I would say um, because the photos involved me driving to Detroit, driving all over the city, which could take a couple of hours. I would say maybe around 35, 65, where 65% was the photos. The photos. Yeah. Okay. And I assume you live there, right? In Detroit. No, I don't. You don't. You don't no, live don't. in Detroit. Okay. No, so you drove to Detroit to do this, right? Yes. Wow. Whoa. What do you feel you did right in this book? I feel that I captured the heart of the city. I captured um, some of the pictures of the people um, I I really love because they're they're positive and they're the people are enthusiastic and um, are are shining. And I felt like I put a positive spin on a city that sometimes gets um, judged pretty harshly. That is very true. That kind of took a totally different approach, right? You had to have a certain angle and take this positive attitude, right? Most people don't do that with Detroit, right? No, no they don't. And actually, um, I was going to school when I was working in Detroit. And I, after work, um, I had to get to class. So I would, and the class was outside the city. I would wear the uniform to class. And it was like, it was sad. How many evenings people, as soon as I walked in, oh my God, why are you working in Detroit? And after a while, I just got tired of it. So um, yeah, I, I wanted to show the people that, hey, this is, this is a cool place. Maybe you should Give it a chance. <laughs> yeah. So what was the first reaction when people read your book, saw your book and everything? What was their first reaction? Um, I am really fortunate. I've been getting a lot of positive feedback about mm -hmm. it. Uh, I, have, I have had people who have purchased three or four of them just the past holiday season for gifts. I've asked um, the people I've known, what did they think of it? I want honest feedback. And it's generally been um, positive reviews. People have been enjoying it, which makes me happy because that was my intent. Yeah. And then I also have stimulated interest and they're like, hey, I wanna go and visit some of these places. But it definitely isn't a travel guide, right? Or is it a travel guide? 
it's it's kind of like a travel guide. It you it can it. it's a smaller um book, it's soft cover, you can slip it uh in your purse, in your briefcase. Uh you go into the city, you can flip through. I have the addresses there. Uh you can look the places up um for the hours and you can go there, but yeah, it's all laid on the in the book. So you can okay. visit all the places that I have pictures of in the book. So you have both like famous and well-known places and less known places, right? That are not as well known. I I generally have more less known places. More so less. I don't have like the Detroit Institute of Arts in there. Okay. Um, because I feel people are very aware of right. the Detroit Institute of Arts. So I have smaller places. An example is I have the two-way in in the book. The two-way mm -hmm. in is the oldest bar in Detroit. And um, it is still in existence. And the really cool thing about the two-way in is you look at, at it on the outside and you're like, oh, it's just some nondescript building. But you go inside mm -hmm. and it's like walking into the past. They still, it was built in the late 1900s and they still have the fixtures and the woodwork from that time and the old brass pieces. And so that is one where it's like, you people don't really know about that. And then the family that owns it has been, um, has owned it for 50 years now. And okay. this was actually the bartender. So it's really cool. So you go in, it's really yeah. family and it has a lot of history. And it was called the two-way inn because um, during prohibition, uh, there was two ways to get out if the police came. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. What would you have done differently? I would have liked to include some pla um, different places where I went back and I'm like, shoot, I should have included it in the book. Yeah. The good thing is, is that my editor liked the first book. And so now I'm actually going, starting work on a Detroit Revealed part two. <laughs> oh, excellent. Congratulations yeah. on that. Thank you. All righty. What have you learned about yourself? from writing this book or from working on this whole project? What have I learned about myself? Um, I learned that uh, I, I can get things done by myself. <laughs> um, with the photography, I was used to shooting with friends and going out with friends. And so Taking on the book, I had to work a lot of times by myself, and wow. I was hesitant. I was kind of like, oh, man, I'm, I'm kind of leery about doing this. And then once I started getting out and going to these places and talking to the people, I became much more comfortable um, mm -hmm. and more comfortable with um, going and, and taking charge. Very cool. What are the major takeaways from Detroit Revealed? Uh, major takeaways are, uh, if you look at the pictures, I, I hope you enjoy the beautiful imagery. 
Um, and it, I hope you like reading about the history mm -hmm. of, of it. And I really hope you you go and, and take a look at some of these places. And then the last thing is I hope that my book maybe changes people's some my, uh, minds about Detroit, or maybe softens it a little bit where they're like, yeah, maybe Detroit is, is, is okay. So. Yeah, that's a good goal. Would you do it all over again? Oh, yes. I oh, would. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I would, I would, I really, and going back into the streets and going to these places was very nostalgic. And I would remember my part, my old partners or the runs I did in the area. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, yeah, it was, it was really cool. Sounds very cool. What is the most interesting or bizarre thing that has ever happened to you during an in-person author event? Ooh, that's, that's a little hard because I haven't done too many. The book has just been out a few months, so I haven't really okay. have, had much experience with that at this point. How about an EMS case as a paramedic? Oh, well... <laughs> <laughs> something that you would like to share with us <laughs> something i would like to share um i'll share something something um nice i have found uh with the people that i've encountered mm -hmm. that sometimes um People, when we see EMS on television, it's always like, oh, they're the heroes and they did all this great stuff and look at all the equipment and look at all these guys they say. Mm -hmm. And sometimes my most memorable runs were with people where I just did the smallest thing for them and they were so appreciative. Like mm -hmm. I took their hand or I gave them a hug or I, I listened to them you know, when they were sick and, and maybe they didn't have family or they didn't have, um, you know, they hadn't gotten out in a while because they had been ill. And it, it's just that warm, fuzzy connection with people that really sometimes meant a lot to me. Were you able to convey that in the book? <laughs> that connection? <laughs> Uh, well, I do have the introduction about about my my work um, on EMS, and I will I will read that at the end of the okay. interview. That kind of gives you a taste. Excellent. So, what's next for Leslie in twenty twenty three? We're in twenty twenty three. Wow. Well, right. <laughs> uh, I am. I have another book um, that I'm working on. It is called Michigan's Thumb. And mm -hmm. I, I'm very familiar with the area. Um, I've lived out here for almost 20 years. Mm -hmm. And so I have gone all over the thumb um, from like I-69 North. And I've done a similar spin like the Detroit Revealed where I'm showing people really cool local mm -hmm. sites and really cool bits of history about Michigan's thumb. So hopefully um, 
if they visited Detroit and they need somewhere else to go, they can go yeah. to the thumb and enjoy the sand and the sun and the the great uh, Lake Huron and have a different taste of Michigan. And you've also traveled all over the world. I read yes. upon you. Yes. <laughs> what was your favorite country to visit? Um. Each of them, I had like uh, certain things that I, I really enjoyed. Um, for example, the country of Georgia, which uh, was very different than, mm -hmm. than uh, what I would find over here. I, I enjoyed that because it was different. It was mm -hmm. like, I, I went to Georgia. Not a lot of people have been to Georgia. Right. And it was like... I saw beautiful old Russian architecture mm -hmm. and Georgia is like a melting pot where it's like a cross between Russia and um, the uh, Middle East. So you have like different cultures, different ideas, uh, different experiences. Uh, the last country I went to or countries were Portugal and Maine. Uh, Spain, I'm sorry, and they were just beautiful. Mm -hmm. I did not expect Spain to be the way it was, where you go out in Spain and it's just like, it's like vast open plains surrounded by mountains. It almost mm -hmm. reminded me of out west. And then you go into the city and they mm -hmm. have these, these cities that have been there for hundreds, sometimes thousands of years. Yes. And this ornate architecture um, that is, I mean, just beautiful. Um, it was, like I said, each country had certain things that mm -hmm. really stood out for me. All right. Would you like to read to us, Leslie? I would. Okay. So this is from my introduction. Um, my partner navigated the Soot Street ambulance through a poisonous fog, avoiding the swollen fire hoses dripping water onto the dusty asphalt. When I stepped out of the rig into the inky darkness, pierced by the headlights from our rig and the crimson and amber lights on the fire trucks, smoke laden with the odor of a dying house stung my nose. Out of the haze stepped a wet, ashy firefighter cradling a five-year-old girl in his arms, her head lolling to the side. Without speaking, he thrust her into my arms. With the child, I darted into the back of the rig and began emergency care by cranking up the oxygen and breathing for her with a bag valve mask device. My partner peered through an opening to the cab of the ambulance, his whitened knuckles clenched clenching the black steering wheel. Children's hospital, he asked. Yes, I replied, as the ambulance sirens began to wail. I've always had an affinity for Detroit, but working the streets for years as a paramedic for the Detroit Fire Department created a love for the city and its residents. Gritty, funny, tough people who weathered the varying opinions, sometimes negative, about their town through the years. While responding to calls I saw sites in Detroit that were well known only by the locals, places where the neighborhood residents gathered, chatted, and laughed. 
Detroit has a reputation that has fluctuated throughout the decades, from the glowing automotive capital of the world to an aging city on the comeback. I would like to give you my perspective, showing you a place of beauty, of quiet charm, of spots that are a pleasure to visit. A Detroit unrevealed to many outside the city, where surprises around every corner and the residents are warm and charming. It is a city and people I grew to love as I provided care to them. It is a city that I had an honor to work in. So that Thank is you. <laughs> nice intro. Nice. Thank you. Can you announce the details of your book giveaway? Um, yes. For the person who emails me with book podcast giveaway in mm -hmm. the subject line of their email, the first person, I will send them a copy of my book. And your email? Can you give us your email? It is blackdog0112 at yahoo.com. That once again is blackdog012 one two at yahoo.com and parting shots you first leslie you're my guest um i'm sorry you broke up a little bit yeah parting shots like what do you want to leave our listeners with oh i i I'm so happy that you invited me, Emma. I enjoyed chatting with you. Um, I look forward to um, getting some response back from your viewers. And I hope that whoever gets my book enjoys it and uh, lets me know. <laughs> yeah. All right. And my parting shots are read indie, buy indie, and write indie. Support your local authors, newspapers, and small presses. Keep your fingers on the keyboard and your butt in the chair. Goodbye. Thank you for listening. <laughs>